0: Good evening. Welcome to the PSI Monthly Teleseminar. My name is Kat, and I will be your host for this evening. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the call. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 40 years now. And each month on these calls, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI basic course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. All of the PSI classes are designed to support you in your own personal transformation as you create the life of your dreams. For those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI basic seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you'll find information about all of our seminars as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. Again, that's psiseminars.com. Now, our topic for the call tonight is Achieving Your Goals in 2014. So we do have hundreds of people on the call, and we will get to as many questions as we can. First, I would like to introduce your speaker for this evening. For our first call of 2014, we have a very special guest, Candy Lee, She attended the PSI Basic Seminar in Las Vegas in 1995, and by applying the tools and techniques from the PSI courses, she created an extraordinarily successful, award-winning business. Candy Lee has over 18 years of experience in the personal growth, speaking, and television fields. She has been mentored by some of the leading experts, such as Bob Proctor, Michael Beckwith, Mark Victor Hansen, to name a few. Uh, She's worked with business professionals, executives, and corporations across the U.S. to incorporate personal empowerment, responsibility, and a positive mindset philosophy to transform their culture and thinking to get what they want. She's been a featured guest on numerous television and radio programs. Despite all of the awards and recognitions, Candy feels her biggest achievement is reaching these goals while being a single mom to her daughter, Katie. So with all of that being said... Candy, are you there? Are you with us?
1: I am here and I am so ready to go, Kat. Thank you so much. And happy new year to everybody. Happy 2014. I am super excited to have the opportunity and humbled and grateful to be the teleseminar speaker for the first one in 2014. And I have the opportunity to speak on one of my favorite subjects which is goal setting. So let's start with the, what I like to call the new year spirit. Everybody usually sets goals, either December 31st or January 1st on what they're gonna create um, in the new year. We have a new year spirit. Usually it's something like, I'm excited about my goal. This is gonna be the year that I'm gonna make it happen. I have renewed energy. I have faith that I can do it. I'm open to possibilities. new things, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And then based on historical information, about two weeks afterwards, we give up. We run smack dab into what I like to call reality. Things seem hard or difficult. I might want to quit or talk myself out of what I wanted. And I let my feelings stop me from getting what I want. This is the problem with just setting goals without tools and techniques that I'm going to talk about tonight. I did my basic over 20 years ago, and honestly, I cannot imagine what my life would be like if I had not done the basic seminar. Tonight, on tonight's call, we're going to go over goal setting in depth, and I'm going to utilize three or four tools and techniques from the basic seminar on how to make what you want happen. I'm assuming if you're on the call tonight, whether you've done the basic seminar or haven't done the basic seminar, you want this to be your year. And guess what? It can be. So the problem with traditional goal setting is you write it down or not, and you run smack dab into reality. Because one of the things that doesn't work in goal setting is not understanding or asking yourself the real question of goal setting. It's not enough just to set the goal. We have to ask ourselves, what drives us in goal achieving and what stops us in goal achieving? In a basic seminar, one of the tools and techniques that we use is called the smart system in setting goals. Some of you may have heard that before, or it might be a new tool and technique. So let's go over that. The smart system, what is that exactly? Well, the smart system is just this. You want to have a specific goal, meaning it has to be very clear and very specific so that you will know when you achieve it. It has to be measurable, meaning there has to be a timeline. One of the things that doesn't work in goal achieving is setting a goal five years out. It's way too far out. So one of the recommendations that... I have in goal setting, in goal achieving, is make it measurable. Give yourself a timetable of 90 days. It has to be attainable, so I can have a goal of being the next President of the United States. And let's be clear, if that's the goal that I wanted, I'm going to achieve it. However, is it attainable in the next 90 days? No. However, what could I do in the next 90 days that makes my goal achievable? There also has to be a risk factor. I actually like to call it Marflisha. And what I mean by that, in the last 20 years, being in the training, speaking and coaching industry, and working for size seminars, if you don't have a goal that you say to yourself, oh my gosh, who do I think I am? There is no way I can have that kind of goal. And you are completely freaked out about it. If you don't have a goal this year like that, hit one right away. Because here's the magic of having a goal like that is that you are so freaked out about having this big goal that all these other little goals that we might be concerned about or worry about every single day, we're not worried about that because we have this big, gigantic, oh, my gosh, who do I think I am, barfalicious, worthy goal that gets our attention. And you have to have a timetable. And I recommend 90 days. So the smart system, specific, got to know what it is that you want. It's got to be measurable. It's got to be attainable, something that you can attain. And it's got to have that risk factor to it. And there's got to be a timetable. However, this is a great way to achieve goals. However, what drives us from, from getting them? The problem with our reality is sometimes what we want is not in alignment with who we say we are, or our paradigm, or our set of glasses. So we all were born at birth with everything that we need to be successful. And one of my favorite tools and techniques from the basic seminar is a tool called Value Circles. And in Value Circles, we have an opportunity to explore, question, discover what drives us. What is it about us that makes us successful? What is it about us that stops us from being successful? Because children are amazing. They have everything that they need to be successful. And we were all kids once. However, we had the opportunity from the age of zero to four to be around parents, teachers, brothers, sisters, cousins, uncles, siblings. And we were sponges. And as a sponge, guess what happened? If you pour water in sponge, the sponge doesn't know any different except to take on the water. So we are all, you know, have an upbringing. And some of those things are really helpful in work in our life. However, some of those things, what we like to call our limiting beliefs or programs or a set of glasses of the way that we see ourselves, we were, that was being formed as we were growing up. From the age of zero to four, guess what? 50% of who we are today was being preformed. So that sponge was 50% full by the age of four. Here's what's crazy about that. Is most of us don't even remember the age of zero to four. Yet our sponge is 50% full. From the age of five to nine, another 30% was being preformed based on life. Based on parents, brothers, teachers, cousins, uncles. That sponge was filling up another 30%. So, by the age of nine years old, 80% of that sponge was full. From the age of 10 to 18, guess what? There's a lot of stuff happening from the age of 10 to 18. Another 15% of who we are today, by the time we graduate from high school or not, 95% Of who we are, that sponge was 95% full. And guess what? That leaves us what? 5%. So the problem with New Year's resolutions, the problem with setting them, is we don't take a look at what's driving us in getting those. What are, what's in that sponge? What is the paradigm that stops me from going to the next level of success? Maybe your goal is a workout goal or um, a fitness goal. Maybe it's uh, in the area of uh, wealth, meaning making more money. Maybe it's a relationship goal to start dating again. Or for those of you that are in a relationship, is taking that relationship to the next level. So what is it about that sponge, our set of glasses, who we are that stops us? One of the things that I am incredibly grateful about is that I was introduced to this tool and technique from the basic seminar called Value Circles because I had an opportunity during my basic seminar to take off that set of glasses, to really take a look at myself. And how do I achieve goals? What is it about me? What is it about my paradigms? What is it about my thinking that's stopping me from getting everything that I want? Well, I had an opportunity to discover that it was all about my thinking. It's all about how I saw myself that determined whether I achieved the goal or not. An example of a set of glasses, a programmer, paradigm could be something like this. Having a fear of failure. Having a fear of success. Maybe not feeling worthy of having the goal because I've never had it before. Maybe I feel like I'm not good enough or I'm not old enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not young enough. I'm not educated enough. Just not feeling enough, not having enough information. Or maybe I have to look good, meaning I have to look good, and I don't want anybody to know that I don't have it all figured out. Or maybe I don't want to look bad, so I won't take that risk. I won't make it happen. Or maybe I I have to have control of everything in my life 24-7. That is not going to make happen what I want to make happen in 2014. Maybe I feel like I don't deserve it. Or a big one for a lot of people, one of the major limiting beliefs is scarcity, that there's not enough people, there's not enough time, there's not enough clients, there's not enough men, there's not enough women, there's not enough. Any conversation, any thought in my head about scarcity, meaning that there's not enough. Or maybe I don't trust myself or trust other people based on that sponge. Maybe I have examples in my life of not being able to trust a situation or trust a person. These are some of the examples of our limiting belief or our programs or our paradigm that stops us. Because here's the deal. I can be super excited for 2014, and I am, because I have some big, far-felicious goals. And initially, when I set the goal, I'm excited, I'm jazzed, I'm energetic, and then I start on the journey towards making it happen. What do I run into? I run smack dab into my paradigm. And unless I have some training on that this is part of the process because here's the deal i was born in los angeles a few years ago i had the opportunity to move to europe when i was 12 years old to germany and attend german schools i had the opportunity to travel to 25 to 30 different countries i was exposed to lots of cultures lots of people lots of ways of thinking However, until I did the personal growth training on myself over 20 years ago, I did not even understand or have the education on how to make my goals happen. Because in my educational process, educated in the United States and overseas, I missed the class called Risk 101. I missed the class called Change 101. I missed the class called Risk 101. Because it wasn't there. Because in between point A and point B, meaning maybe tonight on, on this call, you have a big, extraordinary goal. Let's call that your point A. Or if you're on tonight's call and you don't have one, get a goal that's worthy of you this year, the one that you really, really, really want. Maybe it's a goal that you wanted since you were five years old. However, it's worthy of you. And tonight's your point A, and you could be excited, you could be jazzed, you could be, oh, my gosh, this is the, this is the year I'm going to do it. And then you take that first step towards your point B of having it. Guess what? You're going to run smack dab into yourself. You're going to run smack in front of reality and into that paradigm. And the reason why most people quit is, number one, They don't understand the process of goal achieving. It's not enough just to write it down. You have to understand what's going to happen in between point A and point B. You're going to have the opportunity to be in what I like to call no man, no woman land. And what happens when you're there is most people quit. Because inside of yourself, inside of your head, your paradigms are going to be screaming loud, quit, stop, you're not able to do it. It feels uncomfortable. And it's so easy as a human being without understanding your programs and what drives you to achieve them. And it it's so easy to stop. In fact, most people start thinking and start thinking and start thinking until their fear of possibility starts shrinking. When you have the tools and techniques, this particular exercise that I'm talking about, what I like to, what I like to call a million-dollar success formula called Value Circles from the Basic Seminar, You know that if you're feeling this way, just keep moving. I like to use an example of the Chuck Yeager story. For those of you that may not know uh, who that was, he was a test pilot that is known for breaking the sound barrier. And before him, there were many attempts, and several people actually died in the process of breaking the sound barrier. We all have our own personal glass ceiling. And the way to achieve goals is to understand this concept. Based on results, often harsh, always fair. The only way to judge a man, woman, or situation is based on results. Based on results, Chuck Yeager was committed to doing whatever he needed to do to break the sound barrier. How do we know that? Because he did. However, it's an interesting concept. Right before he broke the sound barrier, what was happening to the aircraft? It was shaking out of control. And I wasn't there with him, however, I can only imagine what he was feeling was, oh, my gosh, I'm going to die. Sometimes on the way to making your amazing, extraordinary 2014 goal happen, that's how it's going to feel. And, again, I wasn't prepared for this. In, in the United States, in Europe, I wasn't prepared for this until I took a class called the Basic Seminar. And I did a class called the Life Success Class, which is a seven-day class that's held in our corporate office in Clear Lake Oaks, California or the 90-day goal-achieving program that we have called Paid of Leadership Dynamics or Women's Leadership. I didn't understand goal-achieving because I had to be willing to feel like that and keep on going and know that to celebrate that because my limiting beliefs, my set of glasses, my paradigms were so loud, yet what I wanted was point B. What most people do without this education, without this tool technique from the basics, is they retreat because you feel terrible in the moment. You're excited in the beginning when you set the goal, yet your limiting beliefs, your paradigm, everything inside of you is screaming stop because you're out of control. Well, guess what? When Chuck Yeager felt that, when the plane was shaking out of control, he did not retreat. He actually accelerated. And what happened after he broke the sound barrier, which is what happens for us as human beings called breakdown breakthrough. Once we attain this amazing goal, It's very peaceful. So some of you tonight might be in the process of point A to point B, and you might not even know that when you're feeling like this. Keep going. You have everything that you need to be successful. You were born with it. Don't let that set of glasses, that paradigm, your limiting beliefs stop you. You can do it. And you know what? That New Year attitude, that New Year spirit, what if you just had that every day instead of on January 1st? And what if you understood that from point A to point B, those limiting beliefs are going to get louder, and they're going to attempt to talk you out of what you want. Don't listen to them. Those are just a set of glasses, and you can take them off whenever you want. One of the things that I had an opportunity to do over 20 years ago is I had an opportunity for three days is to have a pretend video camera of my life. How do I show up in relationships? What are my limits and beliefs? I didn't even know that I had them before I did the basic seminar. How do they stop me in my life? And what do I do about them? Because one of the great things for me uh, being involved in seminars for over 20 years is the community of people that support you in making what you want happen and the secret weapon that I'm talking about tonight in goal achieving. You're going to have an opportunity on the way to success to run smack dab into reality. And now, based on this discussion, and for those of you that haven't actually attended the basic seminar, mm-hmm. this exercise is worth the price of admission. It's an exercise that I use every 15 minutes of every single day in my life for the last 20 years since I was introduced to it. So let's recap. New Year's spirit. You're excited. Use a smart system. Have a specific, measurable, attainable, risky timetable goal and know that in between point A and point B, you're gonna run smack dab into your limiting beliefs. Maybe you don't think you're worthy, you don't deserve it, fear of success, fear of failure, don't trust the situation. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. There is no secret necessarily to goal achieving except for understanding that you gotta be a little bit comfortable with being uncomfortable. You've got to be willing to feel that fear and do it anyways. And one of my favorite quotes is, there would be nothing to frighten you if you refuse to be afraid. So my recommendation is go for it, go for it, go for it, go, go for it. You can do it and you'll never understand what you're capable of until you break your own personal sound barrier. Okay, Kat, I would love to turn it over to you to find out if we have any questions this evening.
0: Absolutely, we do. In fact, we have quite a few questions as this is a very hot topic. You know, everybody wants to know how they actually uh, get those resolutions that they set at the beginning of the year. So let's see. Okay, great. We have a couple of questions. These two are actually pretty similar, so I'm going to group them together. We have Katherine in Denver and Nick in New York. Uh, And they both want to know how to stay focused. So like how do you stay focused to achieve financial goals? And how do you stay focused and not just do it for two weeks or let it slide?
1: Okay, well, I think we talked about that a little bit on the call tonight. However, I have a kind of a secret tool to success. So one of the ways to stay focused is to set your calendar for the year. In my experience of the last 20 years in coaching people, if you don't know what your goal is, a week ahead of time, a month ahead of time, a year ahead of time—it's really easy to get unfocused. So you set your goal for the year, right? Then you got to break it down into pieces and parts. So break it down into quarters. So quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. You break it down into monthly steps. You break it down into weekly little, what I like to call bites of your goal, and then daily. And one of the things that you can do to assist that is. Uh, Vilfredo Pareto, he was an Italian economist, and he is known for what's called the Pareto Principle now, okay? And his claim to fame is he um, discovered the 80-20 Principle, so I think this will help. He was born in Paris in 1948, and in 1867, he had a degree in mathematics. However, in 1906, he made a very famous observation that 20% of the population actually owned 80% of the property. In Europe. So the idea behind that is 80-20, meaning you make a list of the top 10 things that you that you want to get done this month, the top 10 things that you want to get done this week, and then focus on the 20%. And usually the 20% sometimes is the things that you don't necessarily want to do. So for those of us that are in sales, picking up that 5,000 pound phone. For those of us that might have a dating goal, is actually asking someone out on a date. So do the top 20%. If you do that every single day, there's absolutely no way that you can end this year without more success. So that, that's my uh, uh, tool, Kat, to stay focused.
0: Awesome. Uh, we have one from Bree in Vancouver who wants to know okay. or who says, I have many goals I've also started on many of them and don't want to give up the effort I've already put in. However, I'm feeling totally overwhelmed. What should I do?
1: Okay, I love this. Okay, so, Brie, a couple things is uh, one of the tools that we have not had an opportunity to discuss on tonight's call yet from the basic seminar is the behavior matrix. In my experience in um, coaching, speaking, and training in the last 20 years, it happens to be the best tool in the business, Okay. So I like to call you a spaghetti thinker. And what I mean by that is there's a particular behavior communication style that sets a lot of goals. It's kind of like a bowl of spaghetti. Now, the problem with the spaghetti thinker is they don't usually get the goals that they want. However, they're really, 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 really good at setting them like a bowl of spaghetti. I don't know about you guys when you eat pasta. In fact, I had pasta last night. I kept eating and thinking, wow, this bowl of spaghetti, nothing's happening, it's just still a bowl of spaghetti. What I would recommend is you focus on that one barfalicious goal, that one goal that's gonna change who you are and achieve it. And in doing that, all of the other goals that you've set because you're gonna have a change in who you are, what you're capable of, your confidence, and self-esteem level is going to go to the roof, when you do that, it'll make it easier to achieve all the other ones. So number one, understanding that this is normal for a particular behavior style called a promoter and that being a bowl of spaghetti is kind of how you set goals, how to set one. Focus on one. You're only allowed to have one one big goal and go for it.
0: That is such a great reminder. I cannot tell you how many times I feel that same way. Uh, so I've got. Are a you a spaghetti
1: thinker, Cat? Is that what you're telling us? You're a spaghetti thinker. It can <laughs>
0: happen. I, I I have to admit, it can happen.
1: <laughs>
0: so stick to that one goal. And so the perfect follow-up question to that is from Linda in Las Vegas, and she wants to know what is okay. the best way to prioritize my goals for 2014. So if there is that one goal, how do I know which one it is?
1: Well, here's you know what, Cat. I love that question. Here's how you know it's the one that, here's how you know it's the one. Is this the one that you're, the, you're scared out of your mind about? It's the one that will change your life. It's the one that you know you want more than anything and are probably, a, probably scared to even tell anybody. We all have one of those. And sometimes it's a goal or dream that we've had for a really long time. And we didn't actually know that there was limiting beliefs or programs stopping us from making it happen. So we know what it is. And a couple, a couple of tools and techniques. So number one, using the top 10, 80-20 uh, rule. The other thing is there's four things as a follow-up. It's called the three-foot rule, meaning I control what's, what gets in three feet of me while I'm making things happen, right? Nothing gets in in my three feet if it's not in alignment with what I say I want. Second is 80-20, making that list. And be there 100%. So for example... On the call tonight, I am 100% on the call. When we're finished with the call, then I'm going to move on to the next compartment of my life. You've got to compartmentalize the things that will make it happen. And use your calendar to your advantage. Don't plan or over plan. However, get clear on what you want, set it for the year, your prep time, and then schedule your top 20% every single day. Hopefully that will help, help Linda in making it happen.
0: Okay, next next question, uh, Amanda in Sacramento, okay. she wants to know, I need help overcoming procrastination. Do you have any strategies?
1: I do, and I think that's really common in goal achieving. Number one, if I'm procrastinating, the, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, more than likely, the goal is not big enough, and the goal is not worthy enough for me. The other... The other side of that is everybody has to have what I like to call a shark in the tank. Somebody that's going to hold us accountable. It's one of the reasons why I love the 90-Day Goal Achieving Program that site seminars offers and the community of support that we have is tell somebody that you know about this goal. One of the things I love to do for those of us that have kids or maybe grandkids or know somebody that has kids, you tell a child your goal and then tie it to something that they want. Meaning, if they want to go to Toys R Us, if they want to go to uh, Barnes & Noble, if they want to go to, you know, Disneyland, for those of us that are in California. If you tie your goal to them getting theirs, that is a great way to stop procrastination. Because kids, they don't care if we're comfortable. They don't care how much money we have in our bank account. They will hold you accountable. So that's a really great way to make sure that you don't procrastinate. What you got next, Kat? More questions?
0: More questions, yes.
1: All right, I uh, love one, it.
0: Here, I've got uh, talking about children, uh, BT in yeah. San Francisco here, um, who wants to know how can I help my uh, young adult children find their passion to set and achieve their goals?
1: Okay, that is a great question. Um, well, I'm going to use my daughter as an example for that. Um, She um, is very energetic and went to traditional school in Arizona, and after about a year of school, came and had a conversation with me, Mom, I hate this, and I was really thankful that um, I was really listening to what she was really saying. She loves fashion and has loved fashion. In fact, when she was seven years old, she would um, get a big gigantic blanket and put it on the floor and do my mom's makeup for hours. So she loves fashion, shoes, anything having to do with it. And what she said to me was, Mom, I want to go to FITM, which is the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandise. Now, here's the deal. She doesn't know how to sew. She doesn't even know how to draw. So I think the key to success is finding out without money, without, you know, the pressure that we have sometimes as parents of, of them doing it the way that we want it to be, is what do they really love? So she said, I want to go to Finn. So I supported that. I hired one of the best artists in Arizona to teach her how to draw. And she, by the way, had done the kids' basic when she was five, so she had a lot of the tools and techniques, you know, that we offer. However, I mean, really, what is the passion? What is it they love to do? And maybe ask them that. The other thing you could do is have them do a little miniature dream board where you could have them cut out, you know, things in a magazine and, and you know, take them to karate, take them to dance, help them discover what it is that they really love. Because I think that kids probably lean towards a particular area and maybe, you know, they have programs or limiting beliefs of, of feeling like they are not able to be successful. So just have an opportunity to really talk to them heart to heart. What is it that they love to do? And then find a way to support them in making it happen. And I'm really proud to say on this call, and, you know, hopefully not get too emotional about it, is my do- I'm proud to say that, number one, my daughter, after a two-hour um, interview with the dean, was accepted and actually is going to be graduating from Fidm this year.
0: Oh, congrats to your daughter. Thank you. That's great. Uh, So, I have uh, Jennifer here. She uh, went to the basic in 2003. She says that her experience with Psy will be great for her boyfriend, just as it was for her, and wants to know if the basic will be as visual as when she went, you know, not just, you know, auditory. I know there's a lot of different ways that people learn. uh, So, she's just Uh wondering about that with the basic.
1: Well, One of the things I love about Jane Wilhite as a co-founder of PSI Seminars is the consistency. So whether you attend the basic seminar in Orange County or whether you attend the basic seminar in Canada, the class is the class and the basic seminar is the basic seminar. And in the seminar business, we do that on purpose, I believe, because it's not just sitting and and listening to someone lecture for three days is um, it's auditory, it's visual, and, and you have an opportunity to, you know, move around the room and do different kinds of exercises so that you actually learn the information, not just learn about the information. You know, you're aware of the information, and that's why we have the success level that we do of people that have attended the basic seminar, it, because you are aware and you learn it, not just learn about it. Does that make sense, Kat?
0: Absolutely, and, and certainly from what I've seen, there are, there really isn't anything else out there that is as effective as the experiential exercises that uh, we do in the classes, so.
1: Yeah. Right, because there's motivational seminars, you know, that are really motivating when you're in the weekend, and then you, your motivation is based on someone else, right? And then there's informational educational types of seminars, book, tapes, and CDs, which we have those, however, that in and of itself isn't enough. It has to be experiential. It has to be awareness. And in the word education, it's a Latin derivative, meaning execo. It's the drawing out of process. And that's really the secret to the success is you're not just looking at the information, you're actually experiencing it so you have that awareness forever and ever. That's why it's so powerful. So, Jennifer, not to worry. Your boyfriend's going to love it.
0: Definitely. Okay, we have another question here from Carrie, and um, she wants to know, how do I keep from distraction, being a mom, wife, cook, have a part-time job, and use the time I do have to keep balance and still achieve results?
1: Carrie, 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 I can totally appreciate that question. Well, I think, Kat, the secret to that is compartmentalizing, and we talked about that a little bit earlier on the call, is is time-blocking. So if I know that I have to go to kids PTA, I'm making dinner, I have you know lots of different things happening, before the day starts, I need to know what it is that I want to accomplish. If I'm attempting to set and achieve that goal the day of, it's way too late. So I want to have what's called a 100,000 foot view of my time of myself and stick to that. Now, it's kind of like a budget. It's never gonna be exact, right? So I create a schedule for myself every single week And it's not perfect, right? So I've got to let myself off the hook of being a perfectionist, which I'm a recovering perfectionist, by the way. However, compartmentalize my life so that if I'm in kid time, right, I'm in 100% kid time. If I'm making dinner, I'm making dinner. If I'm at work, I'm at work. That way I can shift from one compartment to the other without feeling guilty. I think it's easy. You know, I'm a mom, a working mom and was a single mom for a very, very long time and owned a business um, that I started with $1. eleven cents. and as a direct result of what we're talking about tonight, took that business to $600,000 a year. So I totally get it. However, one of the things that I applied was compartmentalizing, compartmentalizing my life. Say that three times fast, cat. compartmentalizing my life.
0: <laughs> compartmentalizing. Well, this right? actually goes, <laughs> this, this works with this next, next question here from Brian. Um, he he asks what method might I use when I'm off track of what I want to create so Mm. let's say you're compartmentalizing Uh, what do you do when you find yourself off track
1: okay well um, here's like a little game that I like to play with myself it's called the money game and this is one of my secrets to success Um, so what I do is let's say my goal is to make 20 phone calls that day, or my goal is to work out for an hour. I give myself a money reward, and mo- what I mean by that is I can take, I can start with Monopoly money, or I can use real money. So, what's my level of pain? $20 bills or $100 bills? And then I attach my goal to money. Okay, so when I wake up, I've got a stack of, let's say, $20 bills, 10 $20 bills. Okay, and as I'm doing my exercising or as I'm making my phone calls. I actually take that money from the left-hand side and move it over into the right-hand side, meaning the candy pile, okay? However, if I don't work out or if I don't make any phone calls, I actually look at that stack of money and go, wow, I'm leaving my goals and dreams on the table. It's kind of a trigger to make sure that every single day there's a, there's a level of pain and a level of reward for me either doing or not doing what I say I want. Is there something to that money-left-on-the-table concept? The other thing, too, Brian, is have you ever asked yourself, what are you worth every single minute of every single day? I did an exercise once where I set a goal for the year of I wanted to make $100,000, let's say, and then I backed it back. So every single month, how much is that? Every single week, how much is that? Every single day, how much is that? Every single hour, every single minute. And when I started keeping track of, okay, so let's say it's $6.25 a minute, and I'm just making it up. Every minute that goes by, I start connecting the dots of, wow, I just left $6.25 on the table or $15 on the table or whatever the mathematical formula is. A couple of little tools and techniques to help you in holding yourself accountable.
0: I like that. I haven't heard that before with the stack of money on the table. I really like that.
1: It's a candyism.
0: Ah, very good. I'm so glad you're the one doing this call. You've got some great nuggets. Um, Okay, we have a a question from Charles. Uh, He wants to know, how how do you feel content and still driven?
1: Okay, how do you feel content and still driven? Hmm, I don't actually think that's possible, Kat. I think on the way to achieving your goals, you're going to have a lot of different kinds of feelings. And sometimes in the moment, I'm not able to trust my feeling, and let me be clear on what I mean by that. I'm not talking about I'm in a dark alley and I, don't, and I feel unsafe. I'm not talking about that feeling. On the way to success, on the way to achieving your extraordinary goal, you're going to have a lot of different feelings, just like Chuck Yeager. I'm sure in the moment he might have felt like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. And then he went to elation. So feeling content, mm, I'm not sure that actually exists while you're driving to your goal. So I would say you're going to feel a lot of different things and allow yourself to be out of c- control. Allow yourself to be excited. Allow yourself to be free- freaked out. Because on the way to achieving goals, you're going to, you're going to experience the all-above emotion. I'm not sure if that's the answer Charles was looking for, Pat. However, that's my answer to that question.
0: <laughs> that's a good mm-hmm. answer. Uh, so I have Bob here from Denver, and he is on his okay. way to sci 7 the life success course. And he, Yay! Wants to, yeah, I know it's a very exciting time for him. So exciting! And he wants to know what's the most important thing to keep in mind when he's heading uh, off to the seminar.
1: Mm, Bob, I love that question. I had the opportunity to be the advanced sales manager um, in Las Vegas and work with people as I do today, going to size seven. So here's my million-dollar answer: is whatever it is that you want to achieve as a result of going to the life success class, whether it's, you know, clarity of purpose, relationships, trust, having a different relationship with fear. Show up that way on day one. Don't wait for it to happen. Don't wait for someone else to give that to you. Practice being that from day one. And when you do that, you are going to have the most amazing week of your life. Someone actually gave me that advice, Kat, over – gosh, 20 years ago when I attended Play 7, and I've never forgotten that. Instead of me, you know, waiting for it to happen and kind of like checking it out and putting my toe in, boom, right from the time I got on the bus in San Francisco, I was practicing being those things. And have a great time, Bob. That's awesome. I'm so excited for you. Mm -hmm. So way to go, Bob. It's going to be amazing.
0: It will be. So I have a question from Jim here, and uh, he is a successful professional, And um, he wants to know, how do I keep personal goals goals focused when I'm not sure what direction I will be going?
1: Can you repeat that question one more time so I understand it?
0: Yeah. He's a successful professional. Um, Okay. He he works in a big health corporation and um, he he doesn't plan on stopping his, you know, rewarding work anytime soon. Uh, He wants to plan for and implement a transition into a new life. Uh, he doesn't know when the right time is for this move. So, how do I keep personal go- goals focused when I'm not sure yet what direction I will be going?
1: Okay, well, this is kind of a, a simple answer. I would say start and start right now. When's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. So plant it today. And if you could carve out one or two hours a week, or one or two hours, one or two hours a month, and just experiment. Like, play with a couple of different things if you're not sure exactly what you want. And um, one of the things that I'm really grateful for on Sunday of the basic seminar is someone asked me this question that was life-changing. Candy, how many people would be at your funeral that didn't have to be? Now, at first, I was kind of taken back, like, what? How did you that, ask me that question? However, I really had an opportunity to think about that. So maybe, uh, Jim, it's about your legacy. Like, what's your legacy? And play with that concept a little bit. It's one of the concepts that we work on on Sunday in the Basics. What do you want your legacy to be? So if you were to just dedicate a couple hours and, and just, you know, experiment. Maybe you, you know, volunteer at a soup kitchen. Maybe you, um, you know, think about being, becoming an author or a speaker. Whatever it is that you love to do, turn your love into a passion and turn your passion into revenue. And how exciting that you have a career that you've been successful at. So based on results, you know how to be successful. This is just a new area of your life. I love that. And I hope to, you know, hear from you in the future to to check in on your success. Thank you for that question, Jim.
0: Uh, That's great. I know that'll help a few different people who have similar questions that they're making transitions. So next up here, uh, I have Cindy in Denver. And she wants to start a home business with her husband as they get closer to retirement. And she has no idea where to start.
1: Okay. Well, let me talk about um, my home-based business story, Cindy, is um, after taking the basic seminar and um, working for the company and volunteering, I decided that I love the coaching business and I wanted to start my own company. And basically what I had, and I'm assuming you probably have more than me, is I had a dollar and eleven cents, and I put that a dollar eleven cents into an envelope. And for a while, I was kind of waiting for it to happen. And then I decided, you know what? I'm just going to go make it happen. So let me set it up for you. I knew six people. This was in Arizona. I had no previous business experience, meaning owning my own business. I had no business cards. I had no website. What I did have was the secret weapons of the basic seminar, and the personal growth training that I'd received. And I just started. What I did is I went to a, a Scottsdale Chamber of Commerce event because I thought, you know what, let me just get out there and start talking to people. And I still remember as I was talking to people, is it sounded in my head what I was talking about made a lot of sense. However, as it was coming out of my mouth, I sounded literally Cindy like the bionic woman. Like it was like, it made absolutely no sense. So I wouldn't hire me. However, I had to kind of get the cotton out of my mouth. And what what I created as a result of that is I just figured, you know what, I'll meet with people and find out what their need was. So I discovered in the business community there was a real need for business coaching with the personal growth slant. So in my first year in business, without anything other than just, you know, intention, understanding value circles, the things that were going to be in my way, Um, And the communication exercise that I talked about earlier on the call tonight is in my first year in business, I made $97,823. And here's the deal. If I can do it, you can do it for sure because I did that by myself as a single mom. So the the moral of the story is just start. Just get out there. Just like uh, just start. Don't worry about how you're going to do everything. Just take that first step. I love those kind of questions, Kat.
0: And isn't it amazing what can get in the way of just taking that first step?
1: Everything can. Our limiting beliefs, you know, our our paradigms are saying, I mean, I remember driving up to this location. It's been 10 years now. And I sat out, I'm, I'm kind of, well, it's the truth. I'm ashamed to say, Kat, I sat outside for like 20 minutes having a conversation with myself and the committee in my head. Because everything inside of me said, what are you doing? You're a crazy person. You don't know what you're doing. However, thank goodness I had the tools and techniques, and I recognized that that was just my limiting beliefs talking to me. So I got outside the car, put one foot in front of the other, and then started. And, you know, as a result of that first day, that business went from a eleven cents to $600,000 a year. And radio and television, uh, both locally, nationally, you know, so you never know what's on the other side of it, but you got to take that first step, Cindy. So okay. go for it.
0: Okay, we have a question here from Raleigh. And um, okay. the question is, how do I balance my competitive nature with the win-win philosophy?
1: Hmm. That is a really good question. Well, I think it's a difficult question. It's something that, as an aware person, you know, it's something that we um, have an opportunity to always be paying attention to. However, here's my question to Raleigh, I guess, is how can how can I compete and play to win at the same time? So if I'm going to meet somebody, let's say it's a potential new client or a new contract or a new relationship, maybe I ask a few questions like how do I make this a win-win situation for you? Because I think competitive is awesome. I'm really competitive. However, if the situation of their deal is win-lose or lose-win, then it's a no deal. So being competitive can drive me, yet what's the bigger purpose? Is to having a a situation, a relationship, a deal. And sometimes with my daughter, you know, growing up, she didn't want to clean her room. Okay, how do I make this win-win? Because it was literally driving me crazy because I'm organized and she's not so much. Different communication styles. So wh- how can I make it a win-win situation? And ask that question when you're meeting with a potential client or your family or your kids or a relationship. How do we make this win-win and just be upfront right from the beginning? And then make for me, uh, having to make a decision, if it's not win-win, then I'm not interested. So it can be a fine, a fine dance every day, Kat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have Arlene here. She says, each year I fall short of writing, doing, and achieving my goals. How do I move forward with clarity to achieve, to see, and be comfortable with my dreams and goals? I feel like I am the sa- at the same place in my life each year.
1: Okay. Well, number one, that's normal. Okay. One of the, one of the really awesome tools that I learned in the 90-Day Goal Achieving Program called Pace of Leadership Dynamics is a concept called playing to win. I've never heard it before in my whole life. I'm the only daughter and the oldest child. So I, like I mentioned earlier on the call, am a recovering perfectionist. The bar was set really high for me and I'm really grateful. However, how I was raised, my set of glasses, my programs, my paradigm was it's either 100% or nothing. So all or nothing. One of, the, one of the really awesome tools that I learned in the basic and the 90 day goal achieving program PLD is the concept of 90 to 100% is playing to win. So I don't know anybody on the planet that actually achieves all their goals. So number one, Arlene, forgive yourself for not being perfect. Welcome to the human race. And I work on, I work on myself every single day because I strive for excellence now. So there's a difference between being a perfectionist perfectionist and striving for excellence. And maybe give yourself a little bit of a leeway of 90 to 100%. Here's the other side of that. Some people sabotage themselves by writing down so many goals that it's absolutely humanly impossible to achieve all of them. So start with four. And there's a concept in the basic called the peace of mind square. Meaning that there's different sides of a human being. So let me set this up for you. So a physical goal, so that could be working out, yoga, relaxation, whatever that is. A mental wealth, liberty goal, meaning on the career financial side of who we are, set a goal around that. Emotional side, which could be relationships, it could be time to ourselves, it could be a spa day, it could be going to the, to the ocean on vacation, um, dates, and then the spiritual side of a human being. And that could be, you know, church, starting a nonprofit, giving back. So what if you just set one big extraordinary goal on all four sides of the peace of mind square, so physical, mental wealth, liberty, emotional, and spiritual, and then just focused on those four goals. And and that's all you're allowed to do is four goals, not 25, not 45, four. And give yourself every single day, focus on your top 20% of each one of those goals and give yourself a new scale. Meaning ninety to one hundred percent. I bet Arlene that if you were to apply the stuff that I just talked about, that you won't be able to say that you feel like the same who you are in twenty fifteen. So See, we all, we all. I mean, I do it too, Kat. I like to, you know, I have to remind myself. Hello, you're not a machine. You're not superhuman. Set four goals.
0: Well, and that's part of the spaghetti brain. You know, I want it all. Yeah, so so is, I want it all now. How can I make it all happen? Yeah.
1: Well, and then we're hard on ourselves, right, if we don't, mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out the way we want. So it goes back to, you know, keep it simple. The KISS process, keep it simple, sweetheart.
0: Yeah. So here is a question from Laura in Oakland, and uh-huh. uh, she says, Everyone sets goals in January. What are some best practices for maintaining intention and follow-through all year long?
1: Well, Laura, I think it kind of goes back to a couple of things that I've talked about is set, set goals for the year and break it up into pieces and parts. I think people get derailed and off the train when they don't have any idea what they're supposed to be doing today. So set your goals for the year and break it up into four parts, quarter one, two, three, and four. Use a piece of mind square. Have four goals, four big goals, delicious, amazing goals on all four sides of the square. And then break it up into monthly pieces and parts weekly pieces and parts, and then daily pieces and parts. Because a lot of times people are derailed and they don't even know it because it's been, you know, seven days since they've been paying attention. Or if you have a very simple roadmap, then you'll have an opportunity to, to choose in from day in, day out, on being on track. So sometimes it's the system that we have in place that um, we're not paying attention. So that's, again, break it up into pieces and parts, set, here's where I want to be, January 1st, 2015. Break it up into four pieces of Bart's quarter one, two, three, four. Break it down into monthly, weekly, and then daily. Kat, in my experience of working with a lot of people, just that one tool and technique can actually take you to the whole new level.
0: I can definitely see that. So we are starting to run short on time here, and you've had so many great points along the way. There's so much information to take in. Uh, Could you go ahead and do like a wrap-up of the call? What are some takeaways, like do some highlights for us? So coming away from the call, uh, we have some tools to uh, take all this information and implement it.
1: Okay. So thank you so much um, for allowing me to be on the call this evening. Um, I want to do a wrap on a couple of the main topics. One of them is don't lose your New Year spirit. Think in I'm possible instead of impossible. If you were to break that word up, it actually is I'm possible. So believe that it can happen. Today is your year. Have that renewed energy, that hope and possibility that it can happen. So for those of you that have a goal, today's your point A. Know that it can happen. However, along your journey between point A and point B of making it happen, you're going to run smack dab into your programs, your limiting beliefs or reality. And then in that moment, most people stop just like Chuck Yeager in breaking your own personal barrier of success. You're going to have moments of feeling lots of different things, excitement. Oh my gosh, I'm crazy. I'm not able to do this. Yes, I can be all the above all at the same time. Know that there are tools and techniques in supporting you and making it happen. And you know what? There are no do overs in life. So if not, You, then who? If not now, then when? Go for it. You were born with everything that you need to be successful, and this is your year. And last thought is extraordinary is not an accident. For those people that create extraordinary results, it's not an accident. Because most people on the planet that have made something happen extraordinary, they've understood the tools and techniques that on the way to success, there's a price to be paid. And when you're committed to making it happen, you do. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And because F5 Seminars is about giver's game, we have a couple of final things for the call. So anybody that was on the call tonight, we're going to offer you a couple of goal worksheets to help implement some of the tools and techniques that we've had on tonight. And a bonus round for those of you that are not yet graduates of the basic seminar, you'll have an opportunity to register for a complimentary success coaching session. So not only do you get the worksheets as a follow-up to tonight's call, you'll also get a complimentary success coaching session to help implement and make everything that you want happen. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on the call tonight. And Kat, I think that's everything that we have time for.
0: Oh, yes. And Candy, it was so awesome having you on the call. You were just the perfect person uh, to launch us into 2014 so that everyone can really take these tools and get their dreams and their goals and make this the year that it happens. So thank you so much for taking the time out uh, this
1: evening. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you, Kat, for the opportunity. I really appreciate it.
0: And thank you to everyone listening in. We hope that you enjoyed the call and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You definitely don't want to miss next month's call. It's scheduled for Tuesday, February 11th, and the topic is attraction. We will be talking about the law of attraction, attracting wealth, health, and fabulous relationships, you can register now at psiteleseminars.com com and remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's psiteleseminars.com. As many of you know, we post live updates during the call on our Facebook page, and we love having your input. Go to facebook.com forward slash PSI seminars and share your thoughts, share your goals. What are you going to create in 2014? Again, for those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you'll find information about all of our courses as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's psiseminars.com. Thank you everyone for being on the call tonight. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Have a great night and an incredible 2014.